Yes, people, what's going on? It's episode, I don't know, I missed a week, didn't I? I missed a week and um, I didn't upload. I'll tell you what happened, I recorded it late, I fell asleep and it was just a madness. Uh, and I, I was saying on the pod, don't fall asleep. And I was going all right and then, um, and then I just started falling asleep and just started slurring my words. And I was like, I don't need to post. I mean, I was trying to talk about Israel and Palestine. I was like, you can't do that without a fresh mind. Um, it's an intricate thing. It's delicate, isn't it? It's delicate. And it's been a busy week. And I thought, do you know what, Darren? You've got enough on your plate. Um, so just, you know, just just chill. This is what my week's looked like this week. Uh, Monday, I did nothing. It was chilled out Monday. Lies, I recorded the pod. I recorded late nights and wet wipes. That's what I did on Monday. Then Tuesday, I recorded for Comedy Central. Yeah, the TV channel Comedy Central, and I didn't post anything about it. And then everyone else who was on posted great images of them on stage and their lanyard or something. I'm so bad at content creation. <laughs> it's like just take a photo of something you fucking did, Darren. That's content, but I uh, I didn't I didn't do that. I've got my lanyard still, so I can still take a photo of that um for anyone that doesn't believe that i was there um but yes i guess the video will go out at some point between now and 12 months we'll see we'll see when it goes out who knows who knows then uh that was tuesday wednesday i, I was making my uh acting debut uh but don't worry it's not it's not anything being broadcasted it's um it's a project it's a weird little project that i'm working on with the brixton chamber orchestra uh, where they bring live orchestra music to silent movies and uh, I've been working on something a little bit fun with that so I was acting I was doing I was in a silent movie I was getting my Charlie Chaplin on my Buster Keaton on yeah yeah I can do that add that to the repertoire and then Thursday Thursday yes two gigs two gigs I did a gig for uh, a voiceover agent um, did that and then I did a gig at a private members club where they had so much money that sounds funny. I do a joke about not being able to afford energy bills and no one laughed and I said you lot aren't laughing because you probably fucking own the energy companies and they all burst out laughing and I was like what they made the joke about meeting my wife how I met her on tinder they kind of looked at me blankly and I go you guys are probably on some secretive dating app where you have to sacrifice a goat before sacrifice a virgin before you're allowed on and they all laughed really hard and i was like jesus christ how rich are you guys you're actually illuminati rich (laughs) then friday didn't do anything stayed indoors um it was the day after my wedding anniversary because i was busy on the wedding anniversary so we celebrated the day after where my wife she made me my favourite dish that she makes, which is lasagna. I mean, she makes a lot of nice food, which is funny because one of the first things that I said when we first got to, uh, together was me saying that she didn't... <laughs> Wait, it's a mis, it's a miscommunication. I didn't say she couldn't cook. I said that she... What I was trying to say was that she doesn't cook things that I know, like the recipes, like, like a lasagna, like a shepherd's pie, like ackee and saltfish like you know what i mean like it's a dish that everyone knows what that dish is 
she was able to make like curries of but it'd be like a lentil curry but what curry is that is is it mean it wasn't a jow frazee or a or, or a rogue josh it was just a curry you see what i mean and it was nice but i just like someone asked me what is this called or also she wouldn't be able to give it a name and she's like oh this is a veg curry i was like yeah i hear that but that's not a thing <laughs> so then she interpreted it as i thought she couldn't cook and then she made lasagna one day and uh and there was the bomb diggy. And then I said, this is really nice. And she said, fuck off. <laughs> and he said, don't say I can't cook again. And that has become, uh, that has always been my favourite food. I really, I just swore, I'm really conscious now, because I know that my mum li- listens. Yeah, my mum caught up with something. She I told her about me handing my notice. She goes, yeah, I know. I go, how do you know? And I thought, I haven't told anyone in the family. I went, oh, gosh, you listen to the pod. And she's like, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Don't support me now. Nah, joking. Shout out, mum. But um, so that's what I've done this week. And Saturday is today. Today is Saturday. Um, and stayed in all day. Well, I took Zadie swimming. And now I'm at a gig. I'm between gigs. I had a 9pm show and 11pm show. And I'm outside the gig uh, recording the podcast. If I try to do it after, it's just going to be the same nonsense as last week where I just fell asleep. So, that's been my week. How's it been for you guys? How's it been? Israel versus Palestine. Well, it's Israel versus Hamas, they're saying. They're not saying Israel, Palestine. They've been very careful not to say Palestine. Um which is crazy because it's all a mess right because it's like it's israel versus hamas and then what happens is is that there's pro-palestinian protests across up and down the country and then the police are going i know well suella daft cow she's talking about oh you know you might have to ban the palestinian flags like why why for it says israel versus hamas and then it's a pro-palestinian um, protests and people are saying they're pro-Palestine, but then when you talk to them, they're not really pro-Palestine. They're anti-Israel, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it starts getting a bit messy. And it's one of those weird ones where you know people go, oh, I'm not anti-Semitic. Like, why is it that when you criticise Israel, you get deemed an anti-Semite? Like, because you're probably saying something anti-Semitic wrapped up in there. I've seen it online. I've seen someone talking about Israel, and someone go, the Jewish government. It's like that. That's there. You go. There, there, there is talking about Israel. The problem with Jews is, it's like, well, what? Why are you no? But then it's hard to not conflate them because when stuff's going on in Israel, then the response over here is like extra protection for Jewish schools and stuff. Now, I understand why, because like I said, people will make those links um, in a nefarious way. But then it's like if it's being broadcast that you're up in the protection of Jewish schools, then you can't help but make the links to Israel when they should be separate. Right. Granted, Israel is a Jewish state. We get that. But it's like not all Jews are Israeli. Even though they're eligible for it, they're not all Israeli. You see what I mean? So it's that kind of thing. It all gets wrapped up together. And then you actually talk about what's going on on the, sh- on the TV, to be fair. Because of how crazy the internet is, TV has got like you know, your most balanced people. And your most balanced commentators talking about it. Well, I've seen anyway. I might be wrong. Maybe 
the bits I've seen seems a bit balanced and they, they just want to focus on the humanitarian aspect of it the UK on the governmental level trying to say they're going to raise Israeli flags I think that's crazy to do um, to show solidarity that you, you know you don't, you don't have to do that I don't think you have to do that um, it's, it's, people say what's the difference in Russia and Ukraine people trying to say you know Israel or Russia and Ukraine's Palestine yeah but not quite not everything's a light for light thing right not everything's a light for light thing um but it's 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 crazy and then like i said on it seems on tv they're trying to tackle it on a human level you know suffering on both sides the internet is the cesspit is you either uh you know either a raging um terrorist supporting anti-semite if you back if you show any kind of understanding to what the events that led up to uh to the frustration of some palestinian extremists vis-a-vis terrorists and their attack um on a concert in israel or you're a white supremacist colonialist islamophobic <laughs> you know what i mean um if you say if you show any kind of understanding of why Israel reacted so badly to it, and it's, there's no balance, there's never any balance allowed, is there? No nuance allowed. It's a mess, and uh, and even when I watch these like little ten minute, it's weird. I know how it, we've got here to this today, but I like watching these different ten minute breakdown videos just to see how people word things and how what bits they drop out, what bits they add in, and it's just you can't get it right. You actually can't get it right. Um. Uh, it, it, it's just it's it's just a mad situation over there isn't it proper mad and um look is it, will it be resolved i don't know i know here's my view I've, i think now it's got to the point um, i'm not um i'm not unique in this i'm not a smart guy in in terms of this topic i think it has to be a one-state solution now doesn't it has to be a one-state solution but it's like can there be guarantees of equal rights because I didn't, I didn't know the numbers population-wise. It's almost bag on 50-50. You know that it's literally. I think it's like 5.6 million Arabs, 5.6 million Jews. It's like it is bang on 50-50. But we know one group has. Um, see, this, see how dangerous this sounds. One group has the power within that construct not in a global thing <laughs> that's not what i'm saying don't come for me in the sense of israel have the the military they have the finances they have the intelligence um so it'd be it would almost be ridiculous to put palestine like palestinian arabs and it's going right it has to be 50 50 government like a power share thing like in northern ireland like straight away, like everything has to be 50 50. Like, you, you know, that's not going to work. There's going to be res- so much resentment. But it's going to take a bigger person, both sides. It's going to take trust, an amazing amount of trust from someone from both sides. They, um, like I said, you've got Hamas, who are extremists, far right. The current government in in uh, in Israel, the, the finance minister, the second in command, outward, homophobe, far right guy. Um, Benjamin Netanyahu went to the UN conference and had a map 
of Israel that had that included Gaza Strip, the West Bank, and the Golan Heights. That you know, what I mean, it is is it's inflammatory. Doesn't want to come to any kind of peace, peace talks. He doesn't believe there is any point. That's where these two countries are, and then these two states, and the people of Israel have been campaigning against their government. Um, just about their politics. It's like it's almost that the Palestinian thing's a, a second, a second matter. For us outside of it, it's like that could be the only thing you're talking about. So no, there's, there's other things. And, and I speak to my friends, my actual people I know who are Israeli, and obviously they're comedians, so they're, they're left wing, they're more left leaning, they're more understanding. They say the way it's been handled has been terrible. That you know they want they want resolution, and um, and yeah, one of them I won't mention her names, but she's fantastic in a sense of. Um, I do I should reach out to her to be fair because she spoke to me, and she gave me so much time when um, when I didn't know a certain top like a you know a current affairs thing in Israel, uh, Palestine. She gave me lots of time of day explained it all we had a phone call and and, she, and she's balanced she's balanced and so from yeah and so uh, i should give her a call or oh, uh, drop her a message say you know thoughts with your family and stuff because that she gave me a lot of time um yeah and speaking about people like her and stuff you know they're just like yeah just this government are fucking nuts <laughs> It's like there's just not the ones to be in power to get to make any steps forward. So it's just it's mad tension over there. It's horrible. And they've got them saying you've got to move out of the north of Gaza because we're going to bomb the shit. Like that's humanitarian of you to tell me to get out, but you're going to bomb my house and the hospitals and what am I going to go back to? It's people in intensive care. You know, so that, and that's just war. That is war in general. You're not meant to target those things, but like. Who, who's checking? Who's checking? Who, before you launch the missile, do you send you go, right, this is what I'm going to hit. This is what we're going for. Whoops. Took out a bridge. My bad. You're going to rebuild it? No. <laughs> I mean, it's like... It is. It's nuts, man. But, um... Yeah. Let's go. I don't know how they resolve that. Um... It needs some kind of external involvement, right? Needs some, some kind of external involvement. I don't know. I, don't know. I think what is because it's religion as well, and it? it's like these things are like anyone who's an atheist kind of goes, mate, this stuff's not even real. Like, what are you beefing about? And if you are a biologist, a geneticist, you know these people are very closely related. Literally cousins. They're both Semitic people, just like you're just from the same area bare crossovers with your religions just like you know what I mean in a parallel universe right after world war 2 Jews go to the Levant to Palestine or whatever you want to call it and in the parallel universe they go and there's a bit of resistance because it's immigration and that's what humans are like. We, we are xenophobic, naturally. We, we are uh, fearful and, that, and you know, frightful of new and foreign things, things we don't know. But they would have gone there and they would have got on 
and world life would have progressed and there would have been new things and new technology and and they would have been celebrating and it'd be one of those ones that from the outside were oh my god it's so cool that jews and arabs live together uh but you know internally they'll have their little strife and they'll have like ethnic differences right it would happen and there'll be instances but you'd see online where you know, can't believe they treat this jewish person like that or this jewish can't believe they treat this arab person like that but on a governmental on a real level they'd get on all right kind of like the uk we can as black people we can say about racism but racism is bad and it happens we have instances we've got the shopkeeper and all that stuff but in general i can get a job i'm going to get a job your average person isn't going to say no blacks allowed in this pub like that that stuff and it's criminal to do that and that's what would have ended up happening in in a parallel universe and it would have been a country that just had the most jews in the middle east and they would have been celebrated when the first Jew got into power, or there would be all these things. That'd be, you know what I mean? It just would have been not. It wouldn't be harmonious. It wouldn't be magical. It wouldn't be whimsical. But it would have been just feasible. We just got on. You know what I mean? It just would have been happening. But um, but yeah, but it's not. It's 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 yeah, that is not where we are. It's crazy, man. And that's it. This that's where we are. This world, the world's going crazy. We've got bed bugs coming over here from France, blowing up car parks in Luton. Just like, I, listen, a lot of the news was taken over by it, <laughs> by, by the conflict. So uh, I, I just condensed all the other headlines into one, and that's that's where we ended up with the that's that's crazy, man. Car park in, in Luton bed bugs like, I, I saw a woodlouse in my house the other day and uh, I thought it was a bed bug I've got like a little bite on the back of my hand I saw it in the bathroom so is that is that a bed bug is that one of the bed bugs google what a bed bug looked like I had no real idea it wasn't a bed bug <laughs> it wasn't a bed bug but I was like oh I didn't know I don't know what these things look like Um. so yeah that's crazy as well, isn't it? But I don't know what what else what else been happening in the world? Tottenham still top of the league. That's still there. Um trying to think what else. Have we got anything else to say about Israel and Palestine? Anything nuanced, anything smart to make people go, hmm, I thought of that. Nah. Nah I've got anything particular. As uh I I I've yeah actually let me just actually state an opinion and I'll put that on paper. So this funny funny thing it's like no one's been able to say both these things, right? You see like a Palestinian commentator and they present like so say that you condemn the attacks and the acts of terrorism and the Palestinian guy would be like But what you have to understand is that bro just come on. Let's get this conversation rolling. Just terrorism's not cool. <laughs> Terrorists are not cool, guys. Um, so my view is this: yeah, terror attack uh, at the concert that is terror attack. That's a civilian target. That's that's not cool. That's bad. That's wrong. Um, does Israel have a right to defend itself? Yes. Um, does that have to involve uh, leveling the Gaza Strip? No. It doesn't. 
you've got you got like one of the most sophisticated intelligence agencies in the world. Like you surely must know where these guys are. Just get in there, get in there and just extract. You know what I mean? How can you say you're trying to reclaim hostages and people being kidnapped by leveling the place where they are? You don't want them back. And that's my criticism of Israel in this instant. That's it. It's that. But I said there will be anti-Semitism that will come out. It just will because it just always does. I've seen just in comments and people. It's, it's the, the problem with anti-Semitism in this country, right, is is that it's that people don't understand the links of why something's anti-semitic so like the three million going to the schools to protect the jewish schools right we understand this governments don't like spending money on anyone or anything so why are they protecting the schools there must be a threat on these schools right must be throwing these schools um, are there maybe Jewish people in powerful places that can get into the ear of someone in government? Like, mate, well, I'm withdrawing my my funding if you don't do this. Yeah, probably. That's all politics. That's not just a Jewish thing. That's all politics. That's nepotism, cronyism. That's not a Jewish thing. Okay? So that's the thing. But I'm seeing in the comments, guys, why is it that the richest people in the country are getting three million? He's like, you just said they're rich because they're Jewish. I mean, there's there's working class Jews across the world. If everyone in Israel's just rich, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make it doesn't even make sense. And uh, I just don't like it's that kind of shit. Saying they're all rich, they control the world, all that kind of shit. It just it just breeds that sense of these fucking guys. And, um, yeah, that's it. It just needs to, it needs to calm down. It needs to calm down. I think it'd be fine. I mean, there's pro-Palestinian protests. I ain't heard anything bad coming from there. Being no hate speech. I mean, it feels like the police are agitating to want to arrest someone, but it ain't going to happen. It seems like it ain't going to happen, which is good. We just want peace. I would like to, I'd like to, I'd like to see it resolved in my lifetime, though. Just, you know, just see if it can happen. Anyway, that's enough about those guys. And I know they're men like that. So, let's get on to some Dear Deirdre. Because um, I spoke about myself. spoke about the world. Um, let's get some Dear Deirdre. I've got 25 minutes before this show starts. I want to not. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. My lover's secret wife clobbered me over the head with her handbag. Jeez. Dear Deirdre, the first I knew of my boyfriend being married with kids was when his wife ambushed us at the pub, clobbered me over the back of my head with a handbag and sent me flying. I'm a 32-year-old woman and I've been in a relationship with this man for six years. Six blood clot years. I can't believe I didn't once realise that what he was up to. Because you wouldn't. Why would you suspect your... Once you're a year in, you don't expect they're married, are you? He's 35. He even moved in with me two years ago. Although, of course, he had to work away a lot. He promised we'd get married and have children as soon as he'd save up enough money. Um, 
but I've now learned he already has two children, has been married for eight years. Eight years. So two years in, he just started a full-blown affair. Like, the admin of an affair, man, is wild. His wife apparently put a tracker on his phone because she was so suspicious of him. When she found him, we were having a drink at our local pub. Um, I saw his face go white, was shocked. But before I could turn around, she'd walked me around the head. And then then the screaming started. She called me every name under the sun. They're typical. Um, every name under the sun. But I was so shocked, I couldn't get a single word out. Of course, I've been ambushed. Since then, my boyfriend has been creeping around me. Telling me that I'm the one he wants. And that he knew it was a mistake marrying his wife. But then he felt trapped by the children. I was almost ready to forgive him and try again. But I've now made another distressing discovery. That he's been sending sexual messages to yet another woman. How does this man have the time? I think that would be the thing that Naomi would be so upset about. If she found out I cheated on her. Would it be the cheating? He'd be like, so you had time to do all this. And not help me out. <laughs> right. They stretched back for four years. Our relationship is now hanging by a thread. I love that you still have a relationship. And not helped by his wife's vindictive posts and messages to me. She regularly posts Finley Veld attacks um, on me on her Instagram page. Wait till she finds out about the other woman. But the messages she sends me are the worst. She insults my looks, calling me a fat monta, saying that I'm easy and worse. Well... What, what are you actually asking? What's your dilemma? Um, okay, so what's, what's the actual dilemma here? That you're trying to keep hold of the relationship? I don't think it's anything to work out, love. I think you, you, you're you're the side piece and you're being cheated on. You Like, it's gone. You know what I mean? It's gone. Just, just throw that in the bin, darling. There's nothing to salvage there. Not a thing. It is over. Love lost. I told man I was in love with him for the first time and then he ghosted and blocked me. <laughs> Jesus. Dear Deirdre, I had to- I've never told anyone I loved them before. I guess you never will now. And the first time that I did, the guy blocked me and disappeared from my world. I feel like a total mug. Humiliated him. Did you have sex? Oh, no. It's not like I'm a young teenager. I'm a 32-year-old woman. He's 33. Oh, we had spent six blissful months together living in each other's pockets. So, yes, you did. He seemed generally into me and our sex life was really good. It felt so right when I told him. But all he said was thanks and left immediately. I haven't heard from him since. It's been two months. What did I do wrong? That, yeah, just, just, again, you're going to be confused and heartbroken. But you have to let that go because this guy sounds like he is nuts. He sounds crazy. That, that sounds crazy. Like this, yeah, you just gotta let that go and not let that scare you. Um, just not let that scare you from doing it again. You just get back on that horse and get riding, darling. But that is mad to tell someone you love them and then they just literally disappear. Mental. Right. Next one, final one, is less more. I am sad my wife has booked herself in for breast reduction. I'm worried I won't feel as attracted to her. Now, on paper, on, on a moronic level, like, well, yeah, why do you, you get rid of what God blessed you with? 
Then on the level under that is you stupid guy, she's taking a breast reduction, you don't know what it's like to be in a woman's body, you don't know how much pain and stress this causes her. And then on the level below that is that, well, actually, if he generally is worried about his attraction to his wife, then that is something that is really important. Let's go. Dear Deirdre, my wife has always enjoyed compliments about her curvy figure, but now she has booked herself in for a breast reduction and I have mixed feelings. I'm 43, she's 41. I've always loved her body, particularly her 36 double D breasts. All right, bruv, just, just, all you had to say was just large. <laughs> but I'm worried I won't feel as attracted to her and that she won't feel as confident without the attention she's used to. Also, she's high up in a big corporation and I fear this op won't go down well and could affect her career. Jesus, bruv. If she's got a job because of the size of her tits, uh, I don't think she works in a corporation, my friend. Not at all. But if you're worried about the attraction, then you've got to talk to her. You've got to talk to her, my friend. Talk to her and say, listen, babies, this is about us. When we got married, these are our titties. You can't just get rid of them. No, no, no. These are our titties. <laughs> No, on a serious note, you got to just say, look, I'm, I'm worried I won't be attracted to you, and I, I want to be. I desperately want to be. And uh, that's it. That's how, that's how you have to approach it to her, because it's, you're going to sound ridiculous if you just say, don't get rid of the tits. Like, you've got to say, I, it's just about your attraction to her. But why is she getting them reduced? Because, anyway, if she really is getting them reduced because they are causing her a world of pain then you're gonna have to just suck it up you have to suck it up bro that's it's it's, it's like you you've got no say in this and yeah you just gotta firm it all right anyway people that is the end of the pod i'm gonna go to tesco uh when does it shut because i, I want to get some chocolates I'm going to get some chocolate. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then I get for my 11. It's what is 10.42. Brilliant. That's time for me to go get chocolate. All right, people. I'm out of here. Peace. Wait. No. Is there anything I'm promoting? No. I'm out of here. But actually, wait. Here's the thing, guys. Put the feed this out. If you have ever been to a theatre between 100 and 200 people in London, central London, Zones one, maybe two. And if all this is a nice little theatre, send it to me. I'm looking for a theatre. I need that, all right? Putting the feelers out, that's it. Cheers, guys.